Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, April 26, 2023. The CFTC is all up in crypto regulations. And Gary Ginsler has some explaining to you today in Web3. Welcome back. Welcome back. Like I say, every time we start the show, please do me a favor. Subscribe, like, click the bell icon. And if you have already done so and subscribed, thank you very much. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please click those five stars and also do me a favor and leave a comment if you can. It helps people have confidence on clicking on the show, subscribing to the show and getting daily Web3 news. And in a quick announcement, as you know, I am doing an NFT collaboration with Factory. I'm excited that we're going to be launching here really soon. It's a one-of-one one NFT that's going to be traded on OpenSea or any other platform. It's going to be a, an Ethereum-based NFT. And by having this NFT, you can come on the show, run ads, and we're trying to just be part of the Web3 ecosystem, integrating that into our podcast. So it's going to be a couple of weeks still, but please keep an eye out for that. Now let's get into today's headlines. The CFTC is cracking down on Binance, and Binance is feeling mounting pressure. And Binance has faced U.S. regulatory scrutiny for years, even though the chief strategy officer has felt highly confident and it had a really good feeling about the discussions with the regulators saying that they were going to back off and leave Binance alone. Well, that never happened because a month later, the CFTC filed a lawsuit against Binance. The lawsuit against Binance's CEO, CZ, said that he was personally responsible for Binance's compliance failures. And they described a meeting in which he acknowledged the existence of a loophole that let users get around the Know Your Customer protocols. Basically, what happened was U.S. citizens were not allowed to use Binance.com and they were able to skirt those regulations or that restrictions of using the platform by using a VPN. Exactly what a VPN is used for. However, for some reason, now people are going to get sued for using VPNs. Well, because of all this, there's an imminent fine that Binance is going to have to pay, which it looks like this is causing Binance US to pull out of the deal to acquire Voyager's digital assets. Binance pulling out of the Voyager deal is part of the conditions of an imminent settlement with the CFTC. The CFTC commissioner today said, there is not an immediate path forward for these digital assets. That doesn't mean there couldn't be one. Hopefully there will be one in the future. 
Voyager confirmed this by saying that Binance US sent a letter to them terminating the $1 billion deal. And this is in the wake of the Voyager deal being approved by the vast majority of Voyager creditors and approved by Judge Michael Willis. A committee representing the creditors said that they are incredibly disappointed with the news. So what does CZ say about all this? Shrug emoji. Meanwhile, the CFTC says that crypto companies should distance themselves from any privacy technology. The commissioner of the CFTC, Christy Goldsmith Romero, recently gave a speech in London which focused on the illicit financial uses of digital assets. And she says that privacy technology poses a national security risk and it attracts the darkest corners and faculties of the financing of terrorism, the drug trade, darknet markets, cyber gangs, money launderers, and malicious state-sponsored activity. Continuing to say that it's essential for governments and the industry to address what makes crypto so attractive for illicit finance. Chainalysis wasn't really agreeing with this because they said that criminals send funds to DeFi protocols not because DeFi is useful for obscuring the flow of funds. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's unlike centralized services. All activity is recorded on chain. And remember, Chainalysis is a company that is specializing in tracking down funds and understanding the movement of cryptocurrencies on the blockchain. So yeah, there's Tornado Cash. Yes, there's mixers. There's ways to obfuscate your funds. However, Chainalysis says, we got this covered. However, that doesn't change the CFTC's stance on crypto companies getting away from privacy protocols. This next story a lot of people are calling is hypocrisy. However, I really want to take a step back and be very objective about this. But here's what it is first. ZK Shark posted a clip of Gary Gensler during a fall 2018 graduate MIT course called Blockchain and Money. And in this course, he said that three-fourths of the market are not securities. He was talking about if you put it in securities laws, which a lot of these places have something similar to the Holly test from the United States to Canada to Taiwan. If you looked at all these cryptocurrencies, three quarters of them are commodities, not securities. Now, this is in contradiction of what he's been claiming is that a lot of these cryptocurrencies are unregistered securities, especially looking at Coinbase saying that a lot of their coins, their cryptocurrencies that they have on their platform are in fact unregistered securities. Now, rightfully so, a lot of people are calling this hypocritical that this is hypocrisy at its finest. And you know what? It looks like that at the front surface. However, I do want to point back to his meeting with Congress. He did not want to answer if Ethereum was a security or a commodity. Now that to me makes me wonder, is he trying to make a power grab to call it a security without saying it's a security, just kind of like grab it for the SEC? Is he actually still on the fence and he does believe that these tokens on the Ethereum platform are actually commodities and he really is trying to find a way to navigate a way for this to be, I don't know, more friendly. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. 
It doesn't seem that way. But his failure to answer that question in front of Congress to label Ethereum as a security or a commodity gives me hope. What do you think? Follow me on Twitter at todayinweb 3 or you can send me an email, bookings at todayinweb 3 Ark Invest in 21 shares, they're not backing down from their Bitcoin ETF. Another Bitcoin spot ETF has been rejected. That doesn't stop them from reapplying. They refiled Tuesday and again asked the SEC to approve a Bitcoin spot ETF. Now, we know that there's a long list of high-profile companies wanting to have a spot Bitcoin ETF. The SEC keeps saying that they won't approve one because of market manipulation. And now we have two U.S. regulators saying and doing two different things. The CFTC has futures Bitcoin ETFs, and the SEC will not allow a spot Bitcoin ETF. Now, like I said, the reason that the SEC is not allowing a spot Bitcoin ETF is because of manipulation. But that is absolutely crazy because that same manipulation can manipulate the futures ETF. You can game the market, you can make lots of money or lose lots of money on the futures Bitcoin ETF through manipulation as much as you can with spot. So this doesn't make sense. Are they really protecting investors or actually have an agenda against Bitcoin? Speaking of Bitcoin, we found out that Apple operating systems have a hidden Bitcoin white paper in it. And now because we found that out, the new update to Apple's OS is going to remove the Bitcoin white paper. Of all the documents in the world, why was Bitcoin white paper chosen? Is there a secret Bitcoin maxi working at Apple? Maybe it was just a convenient, lightweight, multi-page PDF for testing purposes, never meant to be seen by users. Or they're trying to make a statement. Is Tim Cook going to be mad, find out who this is, and give him the axe? Is this against company policy? Or maybe it was Tim. Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he was trying to send a quiet statement. And in my favorite news of the day, OpenSea's valuation gets cut by 76% by one of their investors, Tiger Global. A private crypto fund manager who goes by the name Newman says, OpenSea is in big trouble. Alongside the emergence of Blur, which is another marketplace, these financial write-downs bring into question whether OpenSea will be in the industry in the long run. It's also a sign of how frothy the market was when Tiger invested. And the reason why this is my favorite news of the day is because I think things are actually starting to get valued what they were worth. Is OpenSea really a $13 billion company or is it more of like a one, two or $3 billion company? And I think that with some of these tech valuations, we all knew that this was insane. Why are some of these tech companies valued as much as some of these legacy companies, some of these established companies? And everybody knew that there was something off. And so these valuations actually kind of like play into um, us understanding the market better, saying like, okay, wait, our instinct was right. This doesn't seem right. These seem overvalued. Now let's get to a more reasonable valuation and build. So therefore, if OpenSea goes from a $3 billion company again to a $10 billion, $20 billion, and we see that this valuation is now because of building, because of customer retention, because of volume, because of the products that they are providing to the customer, we can trust that more than a really quick $13 billion valuation. Anyway, I think this is really healthy for the space. It might not be the best for OpenSea, their owners, their pockets, uh, but I think for the space, the tech space in general, these new valuations actually are very positive in the long term. What do you think? Email me, bookings at todayweb3.com. Now let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 9.53 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Bitcoin is sitting almost at $30,000 again. It's at $29,844, up 9.1% in 24. A lot of people are saying that this is because of 
first republic and there's not trust in the banking sector, so people are putting their money into Bitcoin. I absolutely don't believe that. But First Republic just announced that $100 billion of customers' funds was removed from their bank. Making people a little nervous. Ethereum sitting at $1,953, up 7.3% in 24. Tether's number three, Binance is at 342, up 3.8%. And USDC's number five, rounding off the top 10. We have XRP, Cardano up 9%. Dogecoin, Matic up 9%. And Solana up 8.5%. The total market cap is at 1.22 trillion. BTC dominance is up around 47%, and the F dominance is around 19.1. And that was our show today. I hope you have a great day. Keep an eye on those prices. We might wake up at 40,000 Bitcoin tomorrow. Not financial advice. Obviously, I don't believe that. However, who the hell knows? Until tomorrow. Happy hodling, everyone. Hey everyone, the bull run is coming. It's coming quick. And you need to be up to date on everything that's happening in the Web3 space. So please follow us on Twitter and like, subscribe, share these videos so we can keep you up to date daily on Web3 News.